This is the Buckeye Roundtable Show, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and Cova Insurance and your Central Ohio Toyota dealers. Now, along with former OSU All-American Jim Lachey and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, here's your host, Skip Mossick. And hi again, everybody, all across the great state of Ohio. Welcome into another Buckeye Roundtable show following Ohio State's 63-10 thumping of Western Kentucky on Saturday as we get all set for Notre Dame coming up this week. Joined, as always, by former OSU All-American NFL All-Pro Jim Lachey. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, Skipper. Hall of Fame broadcaster, longtime voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. What's happening? It's been so long since we've seen each I other. I know, hours. For the faction of the fans that were one. Wondering what's up with this Ohio State football team after the first two weeks. Is this what the doctor ordered? I think it is. The offense stretching it out. Maybe not uh, terribly explosive runs, but productive running game. Big passes through the air. Defense forcing turnovers. Maybe the only thing missing was, you know, more sacks than everybody would like to see. But uh, this is probably what people thought they were going to get against Youngstown State, not necessarily Western Kentucky. Well, about uh, 17 minutes into that that game, when it was like 14 to 10, people were thinking, what's going on here? Uh, But then the second quarter happened. The rest of the second quarter happened in some beautiful plays. Uh, You know, we're going to have Coach on later. But that pass that Kyle threw to Marvin Harrison, that that was so wide open. We could see it right away. Everybody in our booth were like, holy cow. Those were some of the toughest to hit. And he put it right on stride almost and took it in the end zone. And then, of course, Chip uh, taking it 40 yards uh, to the house. Uh, They just turned on it in that second quarter. And that was good. Uh, you know, to kind of put them out of out of the hunt, and then of course the Kentucky Hilltoppers keep going for it on fourth down. I, I think they're still going for it on fourth down. <laughs> we knew Western Kentucky Paul would throw the ball all over the place. The Buckeye defense bended a little bit early, but what impressed you the most about the defensive performance, limiting that offense to under three hundred yards and just ten points? Well, the fact that, and what you hope, Skip, was okay. If there's going to be a lot of passing plays, there'll be chances for turnovers, and maybe the most impressive thing is that they got the turnovers, they got the interceptions, forced the fumbles, got their hands. On some balls too so some that weren't interceptions but weren't completions and i think we're seeing this secondary continue to play the way they practiced in the summer exactly you know still chambers getting his hand on the ball pulling it in and of course at the end of the game there uh, jermaine matthews uh, taking one to the house at mm-hmm. pick six that was awful special and, and you know hey knocking that ball on the ground too uh Tyreek yeah. williams coming up with a touchdown in the end zone pulling it out of the pile 28 points off of those turnovers for ohio state obviously capitalized on the opportunities jim we asked you during the pregame saturday if there's a if there's a key to creating even more of those TOs. Well, you, you, something you practice, to be honest with you. I think every day you do a scoop and score, you know, and have everybody do that. You you have a, you know, protect the football where you're carrying the ball and you got guys trying to knock it out. All the all the ball carriers, everybody's taking a fist trying to knock that football out. Kind of like the gauntlet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to emphasize that and then, you know, get on the ground and picking up balls and then take it to the end zone. That's Sometimes that can be deemed fun for an offensive lineman, but sooner or later... You see one on the ground, it picks it up, and like I've done that in practice. So if you practice creating turnovers, sometimes it goes out there and it pays off, and it did this week. Kyle McCord, Paul, 19 to 23, 318, three touchdowns. Any more confidence, in your opinion, just for him knowing he's the guy? I think so, Skip, and especially, and Ryan Day talked about this a lot, after the lost fumble, the way mm-hmm. he came back and just got right back on point. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think there's a big shot of confidence. And, and, Jim, take us from a player's perspective. I mean, you, you're the only one that can answer this as far as playing 
not that he was ever completely looking over his shoulder, but just just knowing that you're the guy that you don't have to worry about if you have a mess up. That okay, it's going to be okay. Just, just like the fumble, and you're back in there. No, it is. You know, when when all of a sudden you're the guy, you don't have to. You know, you don't have looking over your shoulder, so to speak. You know, and, and if I do have a bad play in my out to the series, you know, he didn't know what the rules were as far as substituting those guys in the first couple games, but now he didn't have to worry about it. And you know what, coach talks about one point oh, two point oh. This was upgrade 3.0, and he's gotten better each game, and that's good. Uh, he's he's finding the receivers, hitting them in stride. I think he understands this offense. He's been moving well in the pocket. All the things you want to see out of a young quarterback, he's been able to do. Of course, the huge test this week on the road, that's a whole different ballgame. Fans, you can win a catered party for up to 20 people, including an appearance from a former Buckeye player at your home for an away game this season. It's the Giant Eagle Ultimate Buckeye Home Gate, presented by Pringles and Coca-Cola. Register today at ohiostatebuckeyes.com slash home gate for your chance to win. Saturday, it's Ohio State at Notre Dame. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 6 p.m. Up next, our 60-second timeout as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price eco advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit AEPenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner, and I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Encova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Encova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Your home team at AgPro is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And when it comes to the hard yardage, a John Deere compact tractor is unbeatable. With dozens of attachments, you can outfit your team player exactly how you want. We carry additional product lines coupled with knowledgeable and friendly parts, service, and sales staff. Visit your home team John Deere dealer at one of our 35 Ohio locations or visit us at agproco.com. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay, required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Byers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Byers. Byers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hey there, Buckeye fans. Coach Day here. When you're getting ready for game day, make sure you start with the Kroger app. The app gives you easy access to weekly sales, 
and personalized coupons, and you can earn fuel points too. And best of all, when you shop with the app, you'll enjoy the same low prices you'd find in-store. So check out the app and save while you're cheering us on to another great season. Kroger, fresh for everyone, and go Buckeyes. The Fan. The Fan. Ohio sports destination. This, this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey and Paul Keels. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeyes are known for paying it forward. That's why Buckeyes Care strives to serve the betterment of our community by positively impacting families across Ohio. Join partners American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, the Ohio State Wexner Medical Center, the James Cancer Hospital, Huntington Bank, and WBNS-TV in Columbus in supporting this cause at ohiostatebuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. Buckeye Roundtable, 60-second timeout. We'll begin with our Napa rushing report. Napa get up and go. Travion Henderson, 13 for 88 yards and a pair of touchdowns. Part of me just wanted to see a back get to be to get to a hundred, but uh, did not happen. But uh, yeah, but just for somebody, Chip Trainum fifty six and a touchdown. Mayan Williams got some work in late. Overall, rate the ground game. I thought it was good, especially to see Chip Trainum be able to blow that forty yarder open the way he did and get into the end zone. Uh, we know what Travion Henderson can do. We know what Mayan Williams can do. So it's kind of nice to see Trainum bringing that in. You got to think it's some good healthy competition amongst them, but. There's games like this coming weekend where you really feel, and it makes you think back to the fourth quarter last year against Notre Dame. They packed that game away because they were able to run the football aggressively and keep drives going. No, exactly right. Uh, Travion, that first touchdown, when he was able to run towards the sideline and then turn, yep. uh, you know, because he had that foot injury, and you can't cut like that if your feet aren't feeling good, let me tell you. And he was able to turn that on a dime, get up the sideline, show some great speed, get in the end zone with a lot of enthusiasm. And then you saw him catching the ball, too, mm-hmm. and making some nice plays, converting on a third and two for a nice first down. Uh, so that is impressive. He's, he's in 2000 now for his career. You know, he's a junior. Uh, nicked up a little bit last year. Outstanding freshman year. But where he is right now, very impressive. First time this season, Ohio State has rushed for more than 150. They netted 204 on Saturday. All right. Up next, the uh, O-line wasn't perfect to give up a sack that led to a fumble. Aside from that, Jim, what did they do better at this game? Well, I thought the run blocking was better. You know, we talked about you don't turn the corner unless you're getting blocks at the point of attack and then out there on the edge. And, and I thought our tight ends, wide receivers, really did a nice job. Cage Stover, uh, you know, I thought at point of attack w- was very good. Backside cutting off w- was good. Uh, so all those things are important. As you said, pass protection, that's always going to be a concern. You want to have a clean slate on that. You don't want your quarterback touched. Uh, but they did. They got it. They got some pressure. The strip, you know, the sack, fumble, whatever you want to call that there. Uh, they did that out of overload, you know, so that wasn't a normal formation because they had Luke Montgomery in there as a tight end on the right side. So uh, we'll ask Coach about that. But, you know, I think as, as Kyle will agree, held on that for a little bit too long, got to make a decision and go. Uh, when you have limited receivers out on routes. All right, up next, you know, Paul, many were curious to see if Ohio State's defense would pass the test against a very efficient Western Kentucky passing game. Who stood out to you the most specifically out of the secondary? Oh, wow. Um, Josh Proctor, he seems to be all over the place making plays. Again, a guy that, you know, came back from an injury a couple of years ago that took him out for most of the season, an experienced player. Um, and I think you're also seeing Davison Igbenosan, not just because he recovered the fumble, but the way he seems to be around plays at cornerback. And an experienced guy, 
those are guys that just really, when you watch what's going on, and maybe it's just because of, because of what we do, but when you call their names a lot, that kind of makes them register to you. Yeah, Davidson Edwin knows, and I agree with that. I, I think he's been a real good good addition to the secondary that already has you know pretty good defensive backs. Denzel Burke, he's been locked down these first couple ball games. That needs to continue. Jordan Hancock getting a little bit more reps now in that nickel package, which is good. They got a lot of belief in him. And then seeing Lathan Ransom playing a little bit nicked up last game, but still out there. Uh, not only he's good in coverage, but he forces a run, and I think that was impressive. We saw you know him yeah. diving in there a few times, kind of making a pile, so to speak, and allowing the other guys to do a gather and, and get the stop. All right. It is not easy to score nine touchdowns with the new clock rules. Two one-play drives and a pair of defensive touchdowns helps. The time of game certainly wasn't fast, 333. But is it apparent that Ohio State was trying to play at a faster pace, more so in this game than the first two? And do you see it moving that way going forward? Yeah, it kind of seemed apparent, but it, just like you, Skip, we were noticing, no, this game isn't going fast. No. It seemed that now. A lot of the scoring and stoppages for point afters and things like that, it seemed like... Other than, as you mentioned, those two one-play drives, at least early on, and Jim, I know you thought the same way too, that they were going to major in the run and just really try and hog the ball for a while, but then all of a sudden, the second quarter happens and they exploded. <laughs> yeah, and they, they had those one-play drives, which makes it real easy, you know, offensively to get that and then have a few, you know, in the same quarter really makes it impressive. But uh, I, I thought it moved along, you know, pretty good. I think Coach, you know, we asked him post game. He thought he had a bunch more plays than sixty, you know, because they, <laughs> I, no, I think he just had. Yeah, I, I got to check. Oh, you're right, I, you know. So, but it, it felt like they had more opportunities, and you know, and that's that's what turnovers do. When you create yeah. turnovers, you get a pick six. That's going to give you some more opportunities. All right, we always like to do this each week. Rate the opponent. Austin Reed, I thought looked pretty good, but how do you see the Hilltoppers faring the rest of the way? Yeah, you know, and I thought Corley, the wide receiver, was really good too. Yeah. I wonder about their defense. That's the thing that maybe, you know, because they, they've been a contender for the Conference USA Championship defensively, and not just because they gave up 63 to Ohio State. Just don't know that they're as good a defensive team as maybe some of the top teams in Conference USA would be. I thought that safety Talik Allen was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I thought more, we're going to get more a little bit on number three, Jacquez Evans. Uh, you know, he was a guy that came in. He's a Conference USA, you know, defensive player of the year type guy. Uh, had nine sacks last year. Just one that's effective against Ohio State's offensive line. So that's a win. But still, a, a good football player. Um, and, and you mentioned, uh, I thought that offensive line played a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. You know, for as many times they passed, sir, Ohio State got some pressure, got some pre- you know sacks on her. But I thought for the most part they held off. And you might want to give 73 West Dorsey the MVP of the game. He's the one who recovered a fubble inside the five-yard <laughs> yeah. line that led to their touchdown. All right. On to this week. Notre Dame never have to worry about getting up for games like this. What has impressed you the most about the Irish who've looked pretty good to start the season? Easy to say Sam Hartman, the quarterback, because we saw last year when they came here, yes, it was week one, but there was still some question of what was going to happen to the quarterback spot. And Tyler Buckner eventually was hurt, and they had to shelve him for the rest of the year. But there's no question Without having looked at it a lot yet, Sam Hartman seems to have made a big difference. No, he has. He's been very impressive. Clean with the football, you know, 13 no touchdowns, none, no zero. Yeah, exactly. And, and thrown for over 1,000 yards. Now, they got four games underneath their belt. But still, uh, you know, what he's been able to put up number-wise is, is good. And then you kind of look why. Well, they got a really good offensive mm-hmm. line. Uh, Jill Walt. At left tackle, a Blake Fisher at right tackle, Spindler at guard. They're set, you know, with what they now they don't have Michael Mayer, the tight end anymore, but they have some good athletes at that position. 
And of course, the running backs are very impressive. Hard-nosed game a year ago. As mentioned, though, it was the opener. Do you envision more of a wide-open game Saturday with these two teams having played a few games now? Why or why not? I think that's possible because of just that, which you said. They've played a number of games. Uh, Notre Dame has had their, you know, and you talked about what Hardman done, Jim, but Audric Estime, their running back, he's had over 100 yards in each of the last three games. He seems to be on a roll. Big physical running back. So, And they also are going to get three starters back that did not play last week because of various injuries. So, I, I Skip, I think it's possible we mm-hmm. could see it be a little more wide open than, than the grind out that we saw in the fourth quarter last year. Yeah, I think if you heard Coach Freeman's comments today, he kind of mentioned, you know, I'm, I'm not going to play to lose. Not that he was playing not to lose last year, but he thought that they were going to do a little bit more ball control offense against Ohio State, you know, here in Ohio State, just to keep that ball away from C.J. Stroud in company. And thought that that might have slowed them down their, you know, what they're thinking. So this year they're going to turn it loose a little bit more offensively. And you know, I think when you look at them, certainly the quarterback is a big addition. They got a lot of guys back on that defense, too, that have been impressive. All right, guys. Again, the rushing report was presented by Napa. Get up and go since the Buckeyes rushed for over 150 yards Saturday. Napa will be providing fans with a complimentary pair of work gloves. Simply stop by your participating Napa locations while supplies last and ask for your free pair. Napa, get up and go. We're going to get up and go and check out the Big Ten, what happened around the league. That is next as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Ready? It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts. Ready? Recover. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Come on over to Heartland and join our family. Did the pandemic eliminate quality customer service? Well, many places it did, but not here at Heartland Bank. Imagine getting top quality service and good advice as well to help you down life's road. It's community banking, and it's alive and well in the Heartland. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Fair banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. When you need urgent care and you need it fast, where you go makes all the difference. When you choose advanced urgent care from the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, you're choosing an advanced level of urgent care led by Ohio State emergency physicians. We offer walk-in treatment for more serious illnesses and injuries such as broken bones, abdominal pain, and pneumonia, all with shorter wait times and less cost than an emergency department. When your illness or injury can't wait, the choice is clear. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay, required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Byers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Byers. Byers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. 
Game day isn't over when the game ends. Keep the celebration going and win over any appetite at Giant Eagle. Score freshness, quality, and savings with game day fan favorites from Giant Eagle and Nature's Basket brand products. And spend more time celebrating every win by ordering online with curbside pickup and delivery. We'll hand off your groceries on the go. Giant Eagle is proud to be your neighborhood supermarket and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. OH! The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Buckeye football lives here. The fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeye fans, power up and carbon down with AEP Energy and Eco Advantage, their 100% renewable energy plan for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. It's time for the Buckeye Roundtable Big Ten Breakdown. Potts is now the running back to the right of Aller. From the 11, Farash attacking the end zone to our left. Two left, two right. Pitch it to Potts. Waits. Wants the throw. In the end zone. Warren keeps the feet in bounds. Touchdown, Penn State. Trey Potts throws the touchdown pass on the halfback option. And the Nittany Lions lead it 22-7. Steve Jones on Learfield. A little trickery there. Penn State wins their conference opener at Illinois 30-13. Wasn't Trey Potts in Minnesota? I'm trying I to remember. So, yeah. yeah. You know, their running backs can run. Their running backs can throw. But Penn State got five turnovers, too. Exactly. And it's, and it's created a question for Brett Bielema at Illinois. Illinois now, as much as Luke Oldmeyer had played well in summer to earn the practice, or I'm sorry, to earn the starting quarterback job, now he's got to figure out whether he needs to make a change. How about this Penn State offense? This is 10 straight games, 30 or more points. And Allen didn't play great. Didn't play great. He was just under 50%, 16 or 33 for like a little over 200 yards. So uh, you got to give him credit. They got to plant. And but you said, you know, Allen and, and Singleton, the running attack, what they bring at, it's very impressive and a good offensive line. But, yeah, on the road, getting five turnovers, you would expect maybe to put up a little bit more points than that, but they'll take the victory. Remember, they lost to Illinois at home last year. Yeah, I was going to ask if you, if you were expecting a little bit more out of Illinois Absolutely, this year. absolutely. To Ann Arbor, where Michigan hosted Bowling Green. First and 10, Michigan from the 33-yard line of Bowling Green. Pistol formation. J.J. play action fake to Corum. Back to pass. Going to go over the middle. He's got Roman Wilson inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Wolverines. Roman Wilson's sixth touchdown reception of the season for 33 yards. Doug Karsh on Learfield, Michigan rolls BG 31-6. And just like Aller at Penn State, J.J. McCarthy didn't play at the level that he had played in the earlier weeks, but all they have to do is hand the ball off to Blake Corum and good things happen, and they did. Yeah, J.J. McCarthy, not his best game. Uh, the the uh, Bowling Green had a couple interceptions, I think three interceptions in that ball game, but they had some injuries, too. That was, uh, you know, a couple guys that went down. Uh, Hardeman, a linebacker, uh, was hurt, and then Levi Gazarek, a tight end, got nicked up uh, in that game. You just hate to see that. 
I'm just bringing this up because it's me. Please but, do. But, uh, you know, hey, let's face it. Ohio State dropped a couple of notches in the polls for not, not no style points, apparently, the first couple of games. We saw some not, uh, you know, not so efficient, flashy points uh, from those in the top five this past weekend. No changes. It no only changes. affects Ohio State. That's what it's all other standards. It's saying they look at Ohio State differently than everybody are, else. Forty-five, Our fans too. Forty-five minutes <laughs> to the northwest, true. to East Lansing, where Michigan State hosted eighth-ranked Washington. Huskies have first and goal at the seven-yard line. Twelve seconds to go in the half. Snap to Michael Penix. Penix looking into the end zone. Fires. Caught Westover. Lowers the shoulder. Tumbles on in. Arms are up. Touchdown, Washington. The Huskies pull a hat trick with Jack Westover in the first half. Six seconds to go before the intermission. 34-0 Washington. Tony Castricone on Learfield. We wondered how Sparty would look after all the off-field news last week. Washington dominates 41-7. And Michael Penix dominated with four touchdown passes. What a difference it makes when he stays healthy. Because he never had a completely healthy mm-hmm. season when he was at Indiana. But it is hard, Skip, to imagine. And even you know more headlines now for Michigan State today about Mel Tucker, how the school has informed him they do intend to fire him. Um, how's that football team just going to traverse through the year? When they were really good, they were running football, right? Uh, They had that ability. I think this game they rushed for 53 yards. Mm. How about Jack Westover? Four catches, three of those for the touchdowns, the hat trick. Absolutely. Next to Iowa City, the Hawkeyes look to remain unbeaten as they hosted Western Michigan. Two tight ends the right way. They run that way. Touchdown, Iowa! Welcome to the party, freshman Kamari Moulton. Boy, was that a hole, was that a hole. Gary Dolphin and Ed Podolak on Learfield after a sluggish start and a weather delay. Iowa rolls 41-10. You know, and running the football has been, when Iowa's been good, they've been able to do it well. Williams had a great game, and, you know, that also helps take some of the pressure off of McNamara, and you know what you're going to get from them defensively. But this this game, if I remember right, Jim, it was a little bit of a struggle in the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It got a weather delay, and then they were, to, you know, turning on special teams, you know, added up there. Um, but you're right. They got their offensive line coming off the ball, and if they can continue to run the football and be some steadiness in that passing game. Things should be good. A lot of people asking, Jim, how, how, how your son's doing. Yeah, he's going to have to have surgery, so he'll have that tomorrow. Uh, you know, just one of those things, football. You play football, you're out there on the edge, you get tackled from behind, you get rolled up a little bit, and uh, he went down. So he'll get that down. He'll miss uh, several weeks, and hopefully he'll get the bowl eligible, and we're counting on that. Uh, he'll get an opportunity to play there in January. All our best to him, absolutely. Thank you. Minnesota looked to remain unbeaten as they played at number 20, North Carolina. Some pressure coming from the backside. Heels pick it up, and they touchdown. pick up a touchdown. May to Nesbitt for six. But great job by Hampton picking up the blitz Absolutely. from May's backside. Hits Nesbitt on the pass. He gets into the front right corner for the touchdown. Jones Angel on Learfield, Carolina, hands Minnesota their first loss, 31-13. Yeah, Drake May, one of the top quarterbacks in the country. We knew that going in. Speaking of quarterbacks, Minnesota lost Aiden Kaliak-Manis during the game, so they had to go with a backup, and that didn't help their efforts at all. Yeah, I think it was Cole Kramer came in. Yeah, they just couldn't get a dent and didn't really have a running game. You know, that was something that, again, they bank on, play action off that. Couldn't get that going on the road. Next stop, Madison, Wisconsin, looked to bounce back from their Week 2 losses. They hosted Georgia Southern. 
Bell slot left, loops in motion to the right from the 18 of Georgia Southern. Mordecai back to throw, looking, pulls it down. He'll run it, Tanner to the 15, to the 10, cutting left to the 5. Mordecai to the end zone, touchdown Wisconsin. Tanner Mordecai pulls it down and takes it in as the Badgers take the lead midway through the third quarter. Matt LePay on Learfield, Wisconsin started slowly mm-hmm. in this one, but they pull away in the second half, beating Georgia Southern 35-14. Mordecai runs for two, as does Braylon. Allen and you know there was a post-game press conference and Luke Fickle said they were just trying to keep it interesting for the fans so everybody would stick around for a while. I think their defense for six turnovers Ooh. again that, yeah. uh, that's going to shorten the field and make things happy yeah. I mean, we saw it you know with Ohio State Final stop as it always should be is Piscataway as yeah. Rutgers <laughs> looks to improve to 3-0 and they hosted Virginia Tech. Here in the fourth quarter Menungai bounces oh. outside running room to the 40 to the 30 Menungai with one man to beat and he's Chris Carlin on Learfield. Knights still unbeaten. They take care of Vatek 35-16. You know, Kyle guy has been one of those all-purpose guys that we've seen, and you know Rutgers has had a few of those. They're getting decent play out of their quarterback. Gavin Wimsett, too. So, But it's kind of, you know, we talk about them the same way we do at Maryland. Mm-hmm. They get through their non-conference. They'll be undefeated. Then they get in Big Ten play, and that's where it really turns around on them. Well, that's helping Gavin Wimsett having a little bit of rushing tag, right? So I, yeah. I think he's had... Uh, 351 yeah. yards in the f- three games with five TDs. So if you can have a rushing attack, it helps your, your quarterback. But we'll see how that continues, yeah. like you said, Paul, in the Big Ten games. They, they get Michigan this week. Um, Maryland, uh, you, you brought them up. They beat Virginia 42-14. Again, they're, they're playing schools, Rutgers and Maryland, you know, versus you know some of the smaller schools that they typically p- play in the non-conference. And so they're beating some some bigger-name schools well, here. Well, Virginia's having a rough time, but Virginia also had a 14-0 lead in that mm-hmm. game. So uh, we've seen Maryland. We know what Talia Tungavailoa can do, but they've started to get some other pieces. But it's the same thing. Get to the start of conference play, and then, <laughs> you know, how, how does it work out from there? How bad is Virginia and Virginia Tech, yeah, though? I yeah, mean, look really. at that. Virginia Tech was, you know... Ten years ago, one of the top programs in the country, or twenty for sure. Duke over Northwestern, thirty-eight to fourteen. Indiana falls to Louisville, twenty-one fourteen. Nebraska, their first win of the season, thirty-five eleven over Northern Illinois. And Purdue falls at home to Syracuse, thirty-five to twenty. Anything stand out in any of those ball games? Um, I was thinking about the Indiana game because they they seemingly have settled on uh, Taven Jackson as their starting quarterback, but they got down to the goal line. Called a play and got stopped at the goal line. And Tom Allen was very upfront about it, said, hey, you know, yeah, if we could, we'd go back and run a different play and could not. So uh, this is probably one of those that they looked at as a 50-50 game and unfortunate they were, uh, were unable to get a win. Purdue one and two right now. They face Wisconsin uh, this week, so uh, a tall task. Nebraska again, very, their backup quarterback too. Uh, Nebraska uh, won. Uh, very important. I mean, Northern Illinois beat them last. Was it last year or the year before? Uh, they beat them. I'm not sure which one it was, but, but yeah, Jeff Sims was out, so they had to go with a backup quarterback who. You know, played well enough to win that game. Some conference games this week. Wisconsin is at Purdue on Friday. As mentioned, Rutgers is at Michigan. Maryland travels to Michigan State. Iowa is at Penn State. Northwestern will host Minnesota. Non-conference Florida Atlantic at Illinois. Louisiana Tech at Nebraska. 
Uh, Akron is at Indiana. And, of course, Ohio State, the big one, is at Notre Dame on Saturday night. The 2023 Buckeye Grid Guide Complimentive Marathon is now available. To get a preview of this year's Buckeyes and their opponents, visit any local marathon convenience store to pick up your copy and join Marathon Rewards today. Also visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash grid guide for your chance to win weekly prizes. First chance to hear from Coach Ryan Day, Notre Dame Week. That's up next as the Buckeye Roundtable Show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review... There is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safe Light Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over Central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH? Man, I love that. Schedule at SafeLight.com. Safe Light Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. As the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, Sugardale is dedicated to delicious. Whether you're cheering on the Buckeyes at the game or grilling at your home tailgate, you can count on Sugardale to score a touchdown. Made right here in Ohio for more than 100 years, Sugardale has always taken a personal approach to making great-tasting, high-quality meats. Look for Sugardale hot dogs, bacon, ham, and more at your local grocery store. Atlas Butler offers the highest level of heating and cooling services. Call 1-800-FURNACE. Uh, correct. Uh, they also offer superior plumbing services. Call 1-800-FURNACE. Exactly. Same number for plumbing. And with 24-hour same-day service, you can call them. Call 1-800-FURNACE. Whenever. Oh, and if you'd like to call Atlas Butler, that number is 1-800-FURNACE. It, you may have heard. Hello, my name is Jessica Wright, first-time homeowner. Park National Bank knows that when you buy your first home, it's the little things that mean the most. On Saturday mornings, me and my son love to wake up. We make some breakfast together. And that financial decisions are deeply personal. I always love to hear my son say, Mom, I don't ever want to move. I want to stay here forever. At Park National Bank, what means a lot to you means a lot to us. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price eco advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. The fan, the fan, the fan, fan, Ohio sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. 
Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey and Paul Keels. I'm Skip Mossick. Join Coach Ryan Day and experts from across Buckeye Nation to preview every matchup and break down each week's game. Game time with Ryan Day presented by Huntington airs Saturday mornings at 9 on 10 TV in Columbus and statewide on Bally Sports Ohio. Ryan Day joins us right now. Coach's comments presented by Kroger and uh, Coach Day. Just as a football coach and as a competitor like you are how much do you look forward to weeks like this one no this is this is what it's all about um top 10 matchup on the road um you know really excited to um get to work tomorrow well we had a great sunday you know quickly went through the game but uh but quickly was on to notre dame and uh our guys um had a lot of energy they were in the building today even um so um Fired up for this week. Coach, I don't know if it's a measurable thing or not, but with that game coming up this weekend, and as your team last week was getting ready for Western Kentucky, but all the fans and everybody were thinking about Notre Dame, can you can you kind of quantify how your team does a good job at just being focused on the task at hand and not looking forward? Yeah, we wanted to build momentum going into this week. Uh, we had a good week of work, and you know, we knew it was important to do that. Um, Western Kentucky um, you know, we're going to challenge us in different areas and, um, you know, whether it was, you know, the blitzing on defense or the, you know, the throwing attack on offense. And so, you know, we felt like we wanted to build some momentum going into the week and it was very important that we played well in that game. We always say it's all always, always about us. And so, you know, our, our opponents are faceless and nameless. And, um, and so, you know, we, we wanted to have a great week of work and that's, that's what the focus was on. And I think we did that. And so now, you know, we need to, we need to go after it this week. Coach, your defense has given up 20 points in three games. That's the fewest since 16 in Paul's senior year of high school in 1975. Uh, <laughs> now, is that, are, are, how, I mean, going back to, you know, is that what you want to see out of this defense? Obviously, if, you know, if you, you can score some points, but they're really doing a great job. 6.7 yards per care, or per game right now of points. Uh, you got to like the direction that's headed in. Well, and, and I think the thing, that stood out on Saturday was was getting our hands on some balls, creating turnovers, two defensive touchdowns, uh, and that, and that gets, gets contagious. And so we started with Denzel the week before and able to create four turnovers here uh, on Saturday. So anytime we get a defensive touchdown or, or win the turnover battle, um, as you know, the, the, the percentages of, of winning go way up. Um, but but then on top of that is also, you know, keeping the explosive plays down. And, and that uh, is, is, a, is a delicate balance. You know, we're going to be aggressive. We're not going to be a bend-but-don't-break defense. But at the same time, we want to create turnovers and and uh, and be smart and keep it in front of us and, and avoid um, explosive plays. So um, I think for the first three games, you know, you're seeing some of that go on, but a uh, big challenge ahead this week. You talked about it quite a few times after the game, Coach, but how important is it to see guys handle adversity and come through it on the right side? The example being Kyle McCord losing the fumble but coming back and being right on point. That's something you, you keep a close eye on when, you know, a corner gets beat on a goal ball or a receiver drops a pass or, you know, um, you know, a big play happens that goes the wrong way. You know, how do you respond to that? Because that's football and, and you have to be able to have a short memory and move on. You got to learn from it, but at the same time, you can't let it get you twice. So um, we wanted to see how that happened and you know, it was good. It came right back and, um, you know, played well the rest of the game and that was a good sign. Because I think this is the first time I saw Bison and maybe an overload situation during, you know, in the field. Sometimes you see that, obviously, in the goal line, red zone situations. But you, you kind of pulled that out in the field. And I think that was 
uh, on that play action where we had to fumble. Uh, you know, was it is was that the formation you used, and, and what do you see out of that formation right now? Yeah, we we we've, um, we we used to tackle over in the game yep. um, where where he came over, and we had a two surface side with a tight end, but also brought in um, Luke Montgomery to be you know that that extra tight end. You know, he actually is a really good athlete, and um, you know can run can run some routes. Actually, he's, he's good basketball player, That's but right. but he's an offensive lineman by trade. Just gives you a little bit more power there, a little bit more movement. Um, and, you know, he's done a nice job. You know, we've done that with Donovan his freshman year, did that last year with Josh Fryer, and, and so now Luke has stepped up into that role. Thrilled to get more guys in a game than you were able to do in the first few games, Coach? Yes, yes. And, um, you know, good to get some some of that on film and, and grade these guys out. Had a lot more guys grade out a champion. That's the goal. But um, But all the focus here is on Notre Dame. Devin Brown got his first career touchdown to Carnell Tate, also got his first career touchdown. And that was impressive, but to me, was getting that final first down uh, to get that ball game over. And I'm sure that's that's kind of what you want to do. Lead, go get us another first down. And at the end of the game, they're able to kill the clock. That's that's something you want to find in a quarterback, too. Yeah, it was. And threw a nice ball. Uh, it was a double move. Yep. Carnell um, did a nice job, but, but really it was a heck of a throw. I mean, he put it on the money. The timing was excellent. And... Um, you know, sometimes those those guys don't get as many reps as maybe, you know, uh, together as as the ones do. But uh, but they put it on the field really well. And like you said, even even though you know the game's a lot of hand, you know, we're still competing out there. And those are important reps for our guys to compete. And um, you know, if, if there's still time on the clock, we want to get first downs. And it was good to see them finish the game that way. Just looking at Notre Dame's defense, you know, from uh, my eye, I see seven graduates, three seniors, and one sophomore. And the sophomore is a pretty good player, Benjamin Morrison, number 20. What are you seeing when you look at this uh, Notre Dame defense? Yeah, a veteran group, like you said, uh, played a lot of football. Um, you know, they, they have their sound and what they do, very well coached. You know, uh, not a lot of explosive plays given up. Uh, strong at the line of scrimmage. I think their linebackers, you know, really play well and are intelligent. Like you said, they've seen a lot of football, a little similar to our, our linebackers. So, um, you know, we're going to have to play well and high level of execution. So are you uh, got James Laurinaitis under the bright lights over there this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, uh, James uh, has been unbelievable for us. He really has. You know, he's he's done a great job mentoring the linebackers. Um, you know, he's, he's done a great job of, you know, Helping some of the other uh, players on the team who have, um, you know, walked, in, you know, he's walked in their shoes before. Yep. And I think that's that's the thing that you know you, you can't simulate unless you played at Ohio State. And that's why Brian and and James have been able to really mentor a lot of these young players, and he's been a great addition to our staff. Coach, we bandered about this earlier this hour, but as, as far as you know, last year it was the season opener. This year you've got three games under your belt. They have four. Do you, do you see it just as, like a different prep as far as getting ready for the week or how the, how the game may actually play out on Saturday? Yeah, it, it is a different different scenario. We're, we're on the road. Um, you know, it, it's not the first game of the year, so uh, a little bit of a different feel and uh, you know, different different cast of characters. You know, um, Sam Hartman's there now. He wasn't there last year. You know. So, CJ was here last year, and you know, now it's Kyle. Um, so, different team, um, different scenario, and um, but but you know, still two really good teams. That um, it's going to be a hell of a game. Coach Ryan Day, you know we always appreciate your time. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. 
Thanks, guys. All right, Coach's comments presented by Kroger. Kroger Pickup is the easy way to get what you want right when you need it. Try Kroger Pickup today in the Kroger app or at Kroger.com. After not playing for 60 years, this will be the sixth meeting in the last 28 Probably not many Notre Dame fans still around who have seen them beat in Ohio State. How much do you think the fan base has been pointing to this week? Oh, there's a lot, especially <laughs> because the game's in South Bend. Yeah. And you know how difficult it would be to get tickets for that stadium. But, you know, for a while there, remember, Skip, it was bowl games yeah. that it was yeah. happening after the series in the 90s. So nice that uh, both schools now are visiting one another's campuses. The memory I got from the Notre Dame, one of all these games that we've seen is uh, Joey Bosa, right? Getting oh, thrown out yeah. of the, get the uh, targeting the right in the chest. <laughs> Boom, out. <laughs> well, and I and I think I kind of remember too the the other Fiesta Bowl, the last one at Sun Devil Stadium. If I remember, their linebacker the, uh, got hurt. Well, and the late Mike Kudla had some big yeah, plays yeah, in exactly, that game. Yep. Again, back to Ohio State. You're saying they're judged differently than everybody else is <laughs> yeah. what, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Come <laughs> on, Skip. It's, it's been like here. that forever. All right. Up next, uh, speaking of being treated differently, we will hit the red zone with Tim May of Letterman Row. That is next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Hey there, this is Mia from Union Home Mortgage, and I'm the unofficial queen of helping you close on your dream home. And how do I do such a wondrous feat? It's all in the power of UHM's Build Your Payment program. The name says it all. You tell us what you can afford, and we'll build your payment. Then voila, dream home officially yours. Now, let's talk housewarming gifts. Visit UHM.com. Union Home Mortgage Corp. is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 2229. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safe Light Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH? Man, I love that. Schedule at SafeLight.com. SafeLight Autoglass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. SafeLight Repair! SafeLight Replace! When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner, and I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Encova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Encova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hello, I'm Gene Smith, Senior Vice President and Wolf Foundation Endowed Athletic Director at The Ohio State University. In partnership with AEP, Donato's, Huntington, Kroger, The Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, and 10TV, Ohio State Athletics strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay. 
required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Buyers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Buyers. Buyers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Game day isn't over when the game ends. Keep the celebration going and win over any appetite at Giant Eagle. Score freshness, quality, and savings with game day fan favorites from Giant Eagle and Nature's Basket brand products. And spend more time celebrating every win by ordering online with curbside pickup and delivery. We'll hand off your groceries on the go. Giant Eagle is proud to be your neighborhood supermarket and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. OH! Your home for Ohio State Athletics, the fan. This this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey and Paul Keels. I'm Skip Mossick for every Buckeye touchdown. There was nine on Saturday score this season. The Heartland Bank Community Foundation will make a donation to the USO of Central and Southern Ohio, benefiting our active duty military personnel and their families. For more information or to support our troops, go to USOCSO.org and be the force behind the forces. Buckeye Roundtable Red Zone. We mentioned those nine touchdowns, 63-10 Ohio State over Western Kentucky. We're joined inside the Red Zone by Tim May of Letterman Row. And, you know, Tim, we know what Coach Day said he wanted to see from his team last week. You know, more physical, more aggressive. How impressive specifically was that second quarter for Ohio State? Really on both sides of the ball. The last eight minutes specifically of the second quarter are about as impressive as a football team can be against a living, breathing other opponent. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, the four touchdowns, but also after giving up that one touchdown to uh, Western Kentucky, the way the defense just ratcheted it up or ratcheted it down, whatever the euphemism is, that's what they did. And uh, it, you don't get much more, of an example of total domination by one football team over another than you do those last eight minutes of the second quarter. It was quite the sight. Tom McCord, uh, his performance, I think, was, you know, Coach talks about upgrades. This was upgrade 3.0, and he's getting better yeah. each and every game he plays. I, I think working with the offensive line, working with the backs, he had some nice passes to the running backs. And then, you know, as we talked about since game one, it didn't happen, but throw to number 18, good things happen, yeah. and it, it happened yeah. again. <laughs> Go figure, right? Right, Dude, yeah. Wow, uh, we're geniuses. Run behind, run behind 74 back in 1984. I think that was the battle cry. Exactly, oh, 64. 64, excuse me. I get you mixed up, you know. Scott Zelensky uh, was good, though, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, don't, just don't call you late for the fumble rooski. Right, forget that, yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, but the bottom line is, uh, yes, without a doubt, uh, and, and, and you just touched on it, you know, you were there just like I was, like all you guys were there at the Indiana game. Uh, Kyle McCord was not playing with a lot of rope, or a lot of leash, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, the leash has been played out uh, the last two weeks to where last week got, I thought he was pretty much, hey, go out there, read the defense, throw to the open man, you know, and uh, be patient, let things develop, and, and let's see what you can do. And uh, definitely they did that, and he took advantage of quite a few gaffes in the uh, – in the Western Kentucky uh, defense, let's put it away. By the way, uh, Ryan Day brought up that uh, Carnell Tate catch 
you know, for the touchdown, a double move. And I go, we, we were out there filming or videoing a, a, a little piece for LettermanRoad.com in the in the stadium this morning, right over to the same area. And that, that defensive back shoes are still sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. At least it was his shoes, not his undergarments. Uh, Tim, yeah, no, I didn't bring. I didn't want to. I wanted to keep this clean. This is a family show. It, of course, it is. Uh, your thoughts, Tim, on a guy like Chip Trainum, who came here to play linebacker and is now running the football with such authority. Yeah, yeah. Paul, I was trying to figure out in my mind how to best explain Chip Trainum in a nutshell. You know, I'm calling it uh, Travion Trainum, the Travion Trainum train now, man, because uh, that's quite the one-two punch. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if he regrets the idea of moving, uh, moving to linebacker. You know, what I really never understood is when he transferred, I call it transferring back because he transferred back to his home state. I'm not sure whether he was, uh, would have been allowed to transfer back as a running back. You understand what I'm saying? Meaning, uh, whether they thought the cupboard was semi full there, I'm going to ask him that one of these days, but oh my goodness, this guy's a running back. And, you know, he showed in that burst on Saturday. You know, he showed that quite a few times at Arizona State, but he's got speed along with uh, along with some hit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great one-two punch right now. And you got Mayan Williams waiting in the wings. I mean, clearly the pecking order, at least for last Saturday, was pretty obvious to everybody about the running back position. But, yes, uh, quite, the, quite the good move by him. Tim, uh, your thoughts on this defense. Jim Knowles' defense, second year's coordinator now. Um, what I'm seeing is great linebacker play. Uh, you know, Tommy Eichenberg, yeah. Steel Chambers kind of tie everybody in. Yeah, and I'm seeing Denzel Burke playing like he played at times in 2021, but with more uh, uh, with more uh, pop to him. I mean, he just he is uh, he, he seems like a very happy soul compared to this time a year ago because he's healthy. And the way he played, I mean, he said his favorite play so far was that hit that caused the fumble uh, that uh, Tyreek Williams dived under, through, and around the pile to pull out for a touchdown. That was his favorite play on Saturday. But Igbenosin has definitely brought something to that uh, secondary. And Jordan Hancock now slotting more and more against the slot receiver. That, in my opinion, is a great matchup. We're going to stick with that Saturday uh, facing a, a Notre Dame attack that has a, a running back that I don't even think you'd want to hit, uh, Jim, uh, head-to-head. Uh, we, we'll see if they stick with that, but that's a pretty good, I think, uh, matchup right now for this defense of shutting uh, the other team's passing uh, game down. Jim hits anything. You don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's to me. Eichenberg yeah. won't shy away, and neither will Phil Chambers. No, but that's still a load, man. I'm telling you, that's a load uh, repeatedly to be uh, to be uh, carrying. Tim, those of us a certain vintage remember when Notre Dame was a national power. They were uh, the Sunday yeah. morning replay show. They were national <laughs> radio. What are some of the first memories, players, coaches that you were able to remember in your earliest years of following well, football? I remember watching Notre Dame-Purdue on my black and white TV set, uh, you know, way back in Demopolis, Alabama, back in the early 60s. Uh, I remember watching Notre Dame-USC. Uh, you know, not every game was on television, but when we moved to Texas, we finally uh, – we finally were able to get a thing called cable, and uh, I watched the replay show uh, every. I think it was every Sunday evening Sunday. on this one particular channel. Oh, evening, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was Sunday evening uh, in Texas. We're, we're, we had a morning in Ohio. Yeah, whatever. Because we were in church, and because it couldn't have been Sunday morning because we were in church. But uh, every every time the doors opened, we were in it. You know, but uh, <laughs> but the bottom line was. Uh, I, I, you know, that was when they were at their zenith. Then, of course, being growing up an Alabama fan, 
I'll never forget the what was whatever it was seventy two uh, national championship game Sugar Bowl. Uh, you know, from then on, I hated Notre Dame. But uh, but yes, and it's really a crime. Real quick before you hang up, it's a crime that this is only the sixth time in the regular season that yeah. these two teams have played. Because fellas, I could start driving right now and be at Notre Dame in four hours. You know, yep. We're, Come on, man, get the Big Ten and let's get after it. We're in the same boat. Tim May, Letterman Row. Tim, we always appreciate your time. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking a car, not a boat. I don't want those <laughs> All right. Tim May joins us here on Buckeye Roundtable. One hour of just flown by. Coming up, hour number two, our Incova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Player of the Week Award. The American Dairy Association Mideast top high school performers in our whip around the state. We'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews and our insiders access tonight, Bill Landis of Rivals. All that and more coming up next hour. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. When you're here, you understand what it means to be a Buckeye. And at Elk and Elk, we're proud to wear scarlet and gray every Saturday. Every client, every day, means if you're ever injured, we're proud to stand with you in court. And when you're here at the shoe, we're proud to stand with you and cheer on the Buckeyes. Whether we're here at the big game or in court, we are committed to you. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now we're on our way with Coda, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Whether it's game day or every day, Coda moves Buckeyes fans down the line toward victory. Download the Transit app today for an easy way to plan and pay for your next trip. Visit coda.com slash transit app to learn more. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price eco advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit AEPenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. Your home team at AgPro is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And when it comes to the hard yardage, a John Deere compact tractor is unbeatable. With dozens of attachments, you can outfit your team player exactly how you want. We carry additional product lines coupled with knowledgeable and friendly parts, service, and sales staff. Visit your home team John Deere dealer at one of our 35 Ohio locations or visit us at agproco.com. Hi, I'm Gene Smith, Senior Vice President and Director of Athletics. Ohio State Athletics and Cardinal Health know how important diversity, equity, and inclusion are to the success of our community, employees, and student-athletes. And we believe an equitable culture creates a community that attracts and retains the very best. Visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com backslash Buckeye-Inclusion to learn more and join us as we educate and celebrate the value of diversity and inclusion. 
At a Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse, they know Buckeye fans expect the best. That's why for over 35 years, they've been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. And with three area locations in downtown Upper Arlington and Dublin, Hyde Park is consistently voted as one of Columbus's best steakhouses. Enjoy weeknight happy hour cocktails and bar plates starting at $7. Also, host your corporate or group event at the perfect place. Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. And I'm Timmy Hall. It's not been a fun week for the Blue Jackets. They made the decision to move on from Mike Babcock over the issue of player privacy and asking to see the photos on their phones. And they rolled right into press conferences today where team president John Davidson took the criticism. I can promise you we will learn from this. I also understand the criticism that we are getting. It is deserved. But we can all, all we can do now is learn from it and do everything we can to help our coaches and players get ready for the season. Of course, it's Notre Dame week for Buckeye football. Another hour of roundtable coming up to get you ready. 7.30 kickoff in South Bend Saturday night. The number six Buckeyes at the number nine Fighting Irish. NFL news, more trouble brewing for the 0-2 Bengals. Joe Burrow aggravated his calf injury in the loss to the Ravens. There is no word yet if he will play Monday night against the Rams. Browns and Steelers Monday night football coming up here on The Fan at 8. Breaking sports news on The Fan. Hello, my name is Jessica Wright, first-time homeowner. Park National Bank knows that when you buy your first home, it's the little things that mean the most. On Saturday mornings, me and my son love to wake up. We make some breakfast together. And that financial decisions are deeply personal. I always love to hear my son say, Mom, I don't ever want to move. I want to stay here forever. At Park National Bank, what means a lot to you means a lot to us. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Scarlet and Gray are back, and it's time to pack the stands. Bobby Carpenter here for Moore's Home and Ashley Home Store. We've waited months for fans to be welcomed back into the shoe. Well, the Buckeyes are back, Buckeye Nation, and so are we. Storm the shoe in style. Win great prizes and two tickets to the best seats in the shoe thanks to Moore's Home and Ashley Home Store. Lounge in luxury as you watch the Buckeyes march towards victory. Register to win at your nearest Moore's Home or Ashley Home Store today. No purchase necessary. See store or morrisathome.com slash win for complete details. Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto is on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable with Jim Lachey and Paul Keels. I'm Skip Mossick. Saturday, it's Ohio State and Notre Dame. More on that coming up. But right now, it's time to talk some high school football. It's time for the Encoba Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable. One of the highlights of the Buckeye Roundtable show is the presentation of the Encoba Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. During each roundtable show, Encoba Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network honor a high school athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. And tonight's recipient is junior running back Nate Blazioli from Crestwood High School. That's up in Mantua. That's in Portage County. 
County. Ooh. Thursday night, Blasioli rushed for 291 yards on just 16 carries. Five went for touchdowns in Crestwood's 38-7 win over Beachwood High School. The Red Devils are coached by Jack D'Amato. They're 4-1 and one and will host Painesville on Friday night. Again, congratulations to Nate Blasioli from Crestwood High School, the recipient of this week's Encova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Athlete of the Week Award. Encova Insurance, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Time now for Buckeye Roundtable's American Dairy Association Mideast Top Performers and our whip around the state. And Juan Blasioli from Crestwood had a monster night. That was not the only big one across the state. No one right here in Central Ohio. Running back Kentrell Reinhardt from Columbus Bishop Reedy. 24 carries for 144 yards and three touchdowns and threw for another 38-yarder and then added a game-winning two-point conversion in Reedy's 43-42 overtime win. Add to sales. They were down big in the early game. in that game. Yeah. 21 nothing. Yeah. About Kirtland running back Will Beers. 13 carries, 191 yards, and a pair of TDs in Kirtland's 35 nothing win over Cuyahoga Heights. Yeah, they keep rolling. Oak Hills running back Demir Parker Jr. had three receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown and added 101 yards and another score on the ground as Oak Hills defeated Sycamore. 27-21. Columbus Academies. Grayson Thomas ran for 137 yards and a touchdown as Academy stayed perfect on the year. Defeating St. Charles, 23-16. to Toronto quarterback Russ Dickinson threw for 365 yards and a pair of touchdowns, leading Toronto to a 41-21 win at Oak Glen. Aurora's Enzo Catania, nine carries, 95 yards, three touchdowns, and adding five tackles on defense as Aurora beat Copley, 42 to 6. He's going to be on this list every week. Keep playing like that. <laughs> no kidding. How about Rod Love from Padua Franciscan? Had 21 carries for 265 yards and five touchdowns in their 39 to 21 victory at Salem. Oh, well, this is a great one to bring to you, fellas. <laughs> you Moeller linebacker Alex French. Two fumble recoveries, a scoop, and a score as Moeller beats St. Xavier at Welcome Stadium in Dayton, 20 to 10. How about Moeller getting that win? Good for them. Needed Lucas it. Dobbins from Norton rushed 23 times for 111 yards and added eight tackles on defense, two TFLs as Norton shut out Woodridge, 28-0. And, uh, sorry, Anderson quarterback Justice Burnham, 17 for 23 passing, 207 yards and four touchdowns and added another 46 yards on the ground. Another touchdown as Anderson beat Walnut Hills 51 to nothing. Jordan Johnson from Hawkins ran for 227 yards and a pair of touchdowns and had another touchdown receiving as Hawkins defeated Conneaut 40 to 21. Then there was Revere running back Zach Olchenevitz, who had 36 carries, 285 yards, and four touchdowns in Revere's 38-7 win over Cuyahoga Falls. Great job, fellas. Uh, we'll begin our weekly whip around the state over in the Dayton area. Here's WING's Justin Kinner. I want to take a moment to highlight the great performance from Butler Aviator star running back Keon Bates, who helped lead his team to give the Xenia Buccaneers their first loss of the season, 28-21. to Keon Bates carried the ball for 23 attempts, averaging just under seven yards to carry. He finished the night with 157 yards and two touchdowns. Bates only totaled 58 yards in the first three weeks of the season, but over the last two games, he has exploded for a combined 280 yards on the ground and four touchdowns. For ESPN 1410 Wing AM, I'm Justin Kinner in Dayton. Monster game down in southern Ohio as we hear from WNXT's Mark Williams. 
Friday night, the Wheelersburg Pirates went to Lucasville to take on the Valley Indians. On the first play from scrimmage, Wheelersburg senior running back Creed Warren was tackled for a one-yard loss and then went full video game, carrying the ball three more times and racking up 205 yards and three touchdowns. Warren also caught a pass for 23 yards and a fourth TD in the first half to lead the Pirates to a 35 to nothing victory. Warren's touchdown runs covered 40, 75, and 91 yards. Next week, Wheelersburg hosts Harvest Prep, the team that has knocked them out of the playoffs in each of the last two seasons. Mark Williams, WNXT Radio, Portsmouth. That is a big-time matchup coming up this week. Let's circle up to Muskingum County. Big quarterback numbers there as we welcome in WHIZ's David Kinder. Skip, it was a record-setting night for Bishop Rosecrans quarterback Brendan Burnath last Friday. He threw for 291 yards and five touchdowns in a 35-27 win over Grove City Christian. In the victory, Burnath broke the school record for career passing yards, which had stood for 22 seasons. And to make it even more memorable, the record-breaking pass was caught by his younger brother, Nick. How's that for brotherly love? Hmm. With the win, Rosecrans improves to 2-3, and three, and they are at Fisher Catholic coming up this this Saturday. Reporting for WHIZ Radio in Zanesville, I'm David Kinder. Neat story there. Knox County next. Some good football being played there. Here's WMVO's Tyler Mathias. The Mount Gilead Indians picked up their fifth win of the season in a victory over Northmore this past Friday night. It was the running duo of quarterback Matthew Bland, who ran for nearly 200 yards. Running back Garrett George put another 153 on the ground in Mount Gilead's 36-9 victory. It's their first five-win season since 2008. Honorable mention, though, Tyler Johnson had a four-yard touchdown pass with 33 seconds left to send Centerburg to a 16-11 win over Danville in a battle of unbeatens in the KMAC on Friday night. Mount Gilead plays Danville. Centerburg takes on Northmore this Friday night. Reporting from WMVO and WQIO, Adam Alberta, and I'm Tyler Mathias. Northwest corner of the state, Henry County, and a big showdown as we say hello to WNDH's Dave Kleck. It was a shootout of a night at Big Red Stadium where Patrick Henry held off Bryan in a 46-42 league victory in the NWOAL. The Patriots going to 5-0. Houston Miranda rushed for 194 yards in the Patriot offense, and Nash Meyer threw for 238 yards, three touchdowns. Bryan quarterback Jace Kepler countered with 258 through the air and 41 on the ground, accounting for four touchdowns for the Golden Bears. Reporting from WNDH in Napoleon. This is Dave Clack. South into the Lima area. Another important sc- small school matchup and a big night. Here's WIMA's Todd Walker. Great win for Pandora Gildoa Friday night as they won at fourth-ranked Macomb 42-14. The Panthers had earned that lofty ranking in Division 7 by winning their first four games and averaging 54 points per contest. But the Rockets were up to the task, offensively led by quarterback Corey Girton. He was 13 of 16 for 236 yards and four touchdowns. The 3-2 Rockets host Worthington Christian this Friday night. Reporting for 1150 WIMA in Lima, this is Todd Walker. Final stop as we circle to Logan County and WPKO's Chad Wilkinson. It was a battle of two 3-1 teams in Logan County Friday night as Bell Fountain hosted Indian Lake. A 13-13 halftime score turned into an offensive shootout in the second half, with the Belfountain Chieftains pulling away for a 41-19 victory. Belfountain's quarterback Tavian St. Clair threw for 221 yards and two touchdowns, and he also rushed for two more scores. Indian Lake's Burke Lillard threw for 310 yards and a touchdown. The Chiefs are now 4-1 and will host 5-0 London on Friday night. 
From 98.3 WPKO in Bell Fountain, I'm Chad Wilkinson. Great whip around the state tonight. Home teams, fellas, before we wrap up this segment. Redskins lost to Coldwater. Coldwater's 5-0. And, oh. and we heard about Moeller. They won. But as you told us Saturday, Paul, how about Wyoming? Uh, Bears repeating. Yeah, that's 72 consecutive wins. They beat Taylor, shut him out, and that that is a record for a winning streak for Ohio high school football. I mean, you think how, how many years that is? That's seven-plus years since they lost a, a regular yeah. season game. Yeah, Unbelievable. It's been a great program for a long time. Hartley over Lima Central Catholic. They get undefeated Waterson coming up this week. Our top performers from around the state was presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast. A reminder from Ohio's dairy farmers, eight ounces of delicious chocolate milk has eight grams of high-quality protein with the power to fuel everyone from elite athletes to weekend warriors. We'll break down this past week around the top 25 and beyond as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can be customized to fit your unique needs. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. At the James at Ohio State, you're choosing the experts who understand there is no routine cancer, where your care is delivered by a highly specialized team dedicated to studying and treating just one type of cancer, yours. And where 1,700 scientists are working on new treatments and new hope for every form of cancer. All at the region's only comprehensive cancer center, designated by the National Cancer Institute. You didn't choose cancer, but the choice of where to treat it is clear. The James at Ohio State. Ready? It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts. Ready? Recover. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price eco advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit AEPenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. Before kickoff, hit the field with game time with Ryan Day. Got at the 30, down the sideline and into the end zone for six. Join the head coach and experts from across Buckeye Nation to preview every matchup and breakdown for each week's game. Plus, don't miss exclusive in-depth interviews with Ohio State players and coaches. Get ready for another week of hard-hitting Buckeye football with game time with Ryan Day. Game day Saturday mornings at 9 in Columbus on 10 TV and statewide on Valley Sports Ohio. And it's caught. Touchdown, Ohio State. 
Game day isn't over when the game ends. Keep the celebration going and win over any appetite at Giant Eagle. Score freshness, quality, and savings with game day fan favorites from Giant Eagle and Nature's Basket brand products. And spend more time celebrating every win by ordering online with curbside pickup and delivery. We'll hand off your groceries on the go. Giant Eagle is proud to be your neighborhood supermarket and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. OH! Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey and Paul Keels. I'm Skip Mossick. Cohesion Foundation's operating a 50-50 raffle each Ohio State home football game this season with proceeds supporting purpose-driven NIL opportunities and Cohesion Foundation charities. For more information on how you can participate, visit OSU5050.com. Off the left dash, second and ten. Pearsall motions around the backfield. Mertz makes the handoff. Under pressure, dumps it off. Right side, Johnson. Broken oh. tackle to 21. 15 10. Near sideline. Cuts back inside the five. He's in. He's in. He's in. Touchdown, Gators. What a play! Sean Kelly on Learfield. That was the lone upset in the top 25 from the weekend. Florida defeats Tennessee 29-16. What a nice bounce back for Billy Napier's team after they lost that opener to Utah. And, you know, this can kind of maybe be the start of some chaos in the SEC. How about these Big Ten quarterbacks? They'll leave Graham Mertz, you yeah. know, and yeah, Joe Milton Penix in Tennessee. And Joe Milton. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, how about the fight at the end of the game? Did she even oh, no, off? didn't know about Oh, that. a little scuffle there at the end of the game. Really? So, yeah, they took a little... Okay, you know, take, took the knee, and the defensive tackle hit him a little bit too hard, and a couple and, offensive lineups. There was a couple guys squaring off like boxers. It was fun. <laughs> of course, the helmets were still on. That was still, yeah. you know, going back, you know, even the Spurrier days as far as, the you know, that rivalry, but the you can't spell citrus without UT. <laughs> <laughs> from an upset to a near upset as Alabama got all they wanted from South Florida. So Williams still in the game to the right of Simpson from the pistol. Snap, handoff into the end zone. Touchdown, Alabama. Finally, the tide finds the end zone. Roy Dell Williams able to bull his way in behind the right side of that offensive line. And Alabama has its first lead of the day. It's 9-3. to Chris Stewart on Learfield. Bama struggled, but they defeat South Florida 17-3. So because of that, Nick Saban has decided he's going to go back to Jalen Milrow as the starting quarterback as they play their conference opener against Ole Miss this week. Yeah, they went with Tyler Buckner and then Ty Simpson. The Ty's got some opportunities uh, against mm-hmm. South Florida, so he's going back uh, to the this early season starter. But I think they gave up yeah. uh, Alabama over 177 yards rushing against South Florida, so that could be a concern later down the road. Another SEC team that struggled a bit Saturday is top-ranked Georgia hosted South Carolina. Beck in the shotgun. Edwards to his left. Love it in motion around the backside of Beck. Handed off to Edwards. Big hole! Touchdown straight ahead! Standing up! Wow, it was a huge hole! Scott Howard on Learfield. Uh, Georgia trailed at the break, but a big second half as they beat the Gamecocks 24-14. You know, and in a year when people aren't sure if there's a real dominant team in college football, you still like Georgia's chances, given all of the 
returning people. They, yeah, they're they're getting back their quarterback up to speed, but you still got to like their chances, even though there might yeah. be some chaos in the SEC. Again, I think they're still kind of feeling. You know, they they replaced a lot of guys on that defensive side, mm-hmm. a new quarterback with Carson Beck. Uh, trying to get the feel of what they have to do, but each week they continue. I think they'll continue to get better. To the ACC, third-ranked Florida State got all they wanted from Boston College. Trips to the right side, Takis wing to the right. Room to the left, Castellanos in the gut, he's going to run. Shaken, Bacon, bounces to the outside, and he's going to score. Touchdown. They had him bottled up, and Castellanos made a great move to shake the defense and get around left edge in for a touchdown. It's a three-point game. Jeff Colhane on Learfield. FSU holds on to win at Boston College, 31-29. You know, in the Seminoles and Coach Mike Norvell, that's a team that some people are picking as a possible playoff team. And we've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. There are teams that end up being in the playoffs, and they always have those games like this one could be for Florida State that maybe people forget how tight it was, but all they did was survive. Yeah, it was 31-16 to start that fourth quarter. Boston College kind of fought, you know, found a way to get in and uh, make some plays in the fourth quarter, but they had enough points to hold it out. Remember, BC's no LSU now. Just remember that. Number. Remember that. <laughs> Primetime game in Boulder as Colorado hosted their rival in Colorado State. Motion man through the backfield. Shadour takes a snap, drops to throw, scans, throws over the middle. Mikey Harrison, Grant with the five. Hands hold. Touchdown. Touchdown, Colorado. Mikey, we like it. It's a strike of 18 yards. And the Buffaloes go on top, 41-35. Only those of us of a certain age will appreciate that. Hey, Mikey, yes. he likes it. Mark Johnson on Learfield. Deion Sanders' Buffaloes needed two overtimes, but they beat Colorado State 43-35. They certainly did. But Travis Hunter out for three weeks. A big injury for the Buffaloes. And we've talked about a cheap what, shot. Yeah, cheap shot. Yeah. And unfortunately, the young man from Colorado State who gave him the cheap shot, he and his family are now getting yeah. death threats. That, that's a that. real... Don't no, that. don't need that. But, you know, the thing, and we've said it, Skip, for weeks... The story with Colorado is going to be how are they going to survive the grind of a whole season and losing Hunter for three weeks? That's going to test that. And that's a chippy rivalry. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And how about Sanders? With the, he pointed like a kid in the in the eyes. Like he might have poked him in the eye. Yeah, yeah there, there was some of that too. Uh, but how about the Pac-12? I mean, these are pass happy schools. Forty-seven passing attempts for Colorado Sanders and uh, Colorado State had. 48. So it just that's throwing the ball around. They're, they're not running yeah. it to get it done. And they got a big one. They put Colorado plays Oregon this week. They, so. Yes, yes, they do. I've been wanting to do this for a long time, and they've deserved it this week. How about some action, shall we? To Athens we go, where Ohio hosted Iowa State. Trips left, single receiver right, third down goal, right hash of the south side, six, scoreless game. Work back to pass, looks middle, looks left, flushed out, throws back to the end zone, caught. Six for the Cats. Touchdown, Ohio. Sam Wigless. Ohio 6, Iowa State nothing. Russ Eisenstein on Learfield. How about Ohio defeating Iowa State 10-7? How about Sam Wiggles, a guy that was at Ohio State, and like so many others, the playing time wasn't going to be there, transferred. He had a good year last year, makes a big catch there. Tim Albin's team pulls off surprise. Here's the thing. You know, Matt Campbell's going to be on the hot seat at Iowa State for a number of reasons. One of them might be for scheduling a series where you, no disrespect meant, but where the Cyclones go to play in Athens. We got yeah, one Toledo. You, you better blame the ED for that one. Okay. Somebody yeah. set that up. But, yeah. you know, Iowa State, 23 rushing attempts, 38 yards. Yeah, you, you got to have a rushing attack if you're going to go now, on the road. Are they still dealing with players that are out for suspension because of the few, sports yes. wagering? That yes. matter, yes. though. I it mean, shouldn't happen. Come yeah. on. It shouldn't, it shouldn't happen. Lastly, another Big 12 <laughs> MAC matchup is Cincinnati hosted Miami. 
If the Red Hawks get a stop, the game is over. Fourth and goal from the two. Three receivers right and one to the left. With Jones operating out of the shotgun, Montgomery to his right. Red Hawks rush four. Snap is back. Dropping back and throwing over the middle. It's intercepted in the end zone. It's over. Pack the equipment truck. It's going to be 12 tons heavier on the way back to Oxford for the first time since 2005. Miami has won the battle for the victory bell, and the trophy returns to its home. Back to Oxford with the Red Hawks taking a thriller over the Bearcats here at Nippert. WMSR Red Hawks student radio. Miami stunned Cincinnati in overtime 31-24. That was a stunner. And, you know, that is one of the oldest rivalries in all of college football. And having broadcast a number of those games you really know and and that used to be one that was played at the end of the year but uh with conference changing and all of that such big intensity goes into that rival um you know that that's and cincinnati's dominated it for a while so how about chuck martin's team yeah and Brett gabbert the quarterback i think they found remember he was versed when they were against ohio state played against us this year he's got uh, 666 yards seven touchdowns just three picks so i think as he goes, that team goes, and uh, he did a good yeah. job leading to victory. I mean, you see, I mean, everybody's looking ahead. Oklahoma coming to town, big noon. Yeah. Oh, boy, now, now we got this, so it's like, well. Now they lost to Miami. Well, there, there you go. All right, up next, we will put a finishing touch on the victory over Western Kentucky. Before we turn our full attention to Notre Dame, we'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Hey there, this is Mia from Union Home Mortgage, and I'm the unofficial queen of helping you close on your dream home. And how do I do such a wondrous feat? It's all in the power of UHM's Build Your Payment Program. The name says it all. You tell us what you can afford, and we'll build your payment. Then voila, dream home officially yours. Now, let's talk housewarming gifts. Visit UHM.com. Union Home Mortgage Corp. is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 2229. Hey, Buckeye Nation, Paul Keels here for my other favorite nation, Window Nation. If you're a fan of scoring, you're going to love this. Window Nation is going nuts with an incredible offer just for Ohio State fans. Receive two windows free for every two you buy, plus put zero down and make zero payments with 0% interest for two years. And if you order a full house of windows, you'll be part of a full house at the shoe with tickets to an Ohio State game. Call Window Nation today at 866-90-NATION or visit them online at windownation.com. Tell them Paul sent you for the Buckeye Full House Special. Okay, true stories from Huntington with Jen and Mindy. Somebody came through the drive-thru. I looked at the ID. It said Mindy. You knew Mindy? I did. I said, oh my gosh, hi, Mindy. And this person looked over and drove away, left everything at the branch. I knew it wasn't her, so I contacted our fraud department and had a hold put on the account. Well, sounds like she helped save you from identity theft, Mindy. Yeah, she saved the day. She was my little guardian angel. Get more than money from your bank. Welcome to Huntington. Real people compensated for true stories. 
Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safe Light Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over Central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH? Man, I love that. Schedule at SafeLight.com. Safe Light Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Safe Light Repair, Safe Light Replace. And now we're on our way with Coda, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Whether it's game day or every day, Coda moves Buckeyes fans down the line toward victory. Download the Transit app today for an easy way to plan and pay for your next trip. Visit Coda.com slash Transit app to learn more. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey and Paul Keels. I'm Skip Mossick. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week features a different artist on stage two hours before kickoff. Get on board and book your cruise today. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com. Go Buckeyes. Beat cancer. This is the Elk and Elk Report on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Buckeyes in Notre Dame coming up on Saturday with today's uh, two Elk and Elk 2 Deep. Jim, do you think Kyle McCord officially being named the starting quarterback helped his confidence level going into this past week? You know, I think it does. You know, it's just natural. You're not looking over your shoulders much knowing when you got been named the starter and you're going to have that job for the foreseeable future. So I cer- certainly that helps. But, you know, Devin Brown behind him uh, has done some good things. And it was so important just to get get him reps early in the year because you have to have you know a starter and then you, you have to have a guy that's ready to go and I think Devin proved that and I think he's gotten better each and every mm-hmm. game but you can see it with Kyle you know right now completing 69% of his passes 271 yards per game uh Six touchdowns at one interception. Those are all positive things for a first-year starter. Our two-deep report was presented by the injury lawyers at Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Time now for Buckeye Roundtables from the Sidelines Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. And before we totally turn our attention to Notre Dame, let's get one final check-in from Saturday's win over Western Kentucky as we hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews. Thanks, Skip. Buckeye fans were ecstatic following the performance offensively and defensively on Saturday against Western Kentucky. And now their sights are set firmly on this top 10 matchup Saturday in South Bend against Notre Dame. Let's start with Ohio State quarterback Kyle McCord. He joined me afterwards discussing his performance and his team's efforts. Was that fun because you really balled out there today? Yeah, I know. It was a good time. Anytime uh, we can get points on the board, uh, the run game looked great. Obviously, we were throwing the ball well, so everything was working. So it was, it was fun. It was enjoyable. What about the way your offensive line protect you and then pave the way in the running game? They did a great job. I think every single week they've been taking steps in the right direction, and I think they're starting to get to that point now where they're playing as a unit. Um, and I think all five guys are on the same page, and they're playing physical, they're finishing blocks, and doing a great job in pass protection. So they, they're really the backbone of the offense. Was there a little bit more of a confidence and calming level for you going into the week after Coach Jay's announcement, or did that, did that not change your mindset? No, I think it, you know that definitely helps kind of getting the 
official nod from the head man, but I think at the same time, uh, just the more reps that I can get, the more experience I can get, uh, the better and better I think I'll be. Do we make too much about your high school hookup with Marvin? You're smiling, uh, but it's there's a clear chemistry, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, obviously playing, this is my sixth year playing with Marvin. Uh, we have some good chemistry, and he's unbelievably talented, so it makes my life a lot easier. Kyle, finally, what's the challenge that awaits next week? Yeah, obviously a really good team uh, going into a tough environment. Uh, we know we're going to have our hands full, our biggest test of the year so far. Uh, so we're going to have to bring our A game next week. Great job today. Thank you. Appreciate it. McCord finished today 19 of 23 for 318 yards and three touchdowns with a long pass of 75 yards, a touchdown score to Marvin Harrison, who also joined me for a postgame thought. He had one big score connecting with Kyle. Uh, did the offense, did you feel better about how things clicked a little bit offensively today? Yes, definitely. Uh, I think we're still a lot of room to improvement, but I like how we you know, moved the ball around today you know, on the run game and through the, through the air as well. So I got to keep building and get ready for next week. What can you tell me about that touchdown that you recall about it? Yeah, I knew we kind of had a shot play where you know I can kind of read that out, read the defense, and I can either sit it down or take it deep. And uh, I caused no one in the middle of the field, and Kyle had a, threw out there made a great ball, and it's a great play. A lot of great credit, I'm sure, today as well for your offensive line. Did you guys feel that as a team? Yeah, good. I mean, you got to go back and watch the film, and I play receiver, so I'm just out there most of the time running around. I'm going to get to watch the offensive line to you know, the film room, and then we really give the guys credit. But I'm sure they had a great job today. Marvin, was there a sense from the offense when they weren't converting on fourth down, you got the ball back in pretty good field position, that you guys had a chance to lay the hammer down on them? Yeah, definitely. I think we kind of had, it was like 14 to 10 at one point. Then the next thing you look, is 42 10. So I think that just shows who, uh, credit to the defense, first of all, for making some big plays on fourth down then offense to be very explosive finally what do you think about playing at notre dame next week can't wait excited let's get to it thanks marvin of course but hold the phone after a great offensive day the defense is pretty special as well forcing turnovers on downs on a number of possessions and a couple of defensive scores one of those touchdowns for ohio state on defense came from tyley williams who recovered a loose ball in the end zone for a score in the third quarter. That's a lineman's dream. Take me through the play in the end zone. Closed in, north end, Ohio Stadium. Is that how you dreamt it up? Uh, Well, I just want to shout out my teammates, you know, for making it happen, getting the ball out. You know, I just try to help them out, run to the ball, and it just fell in my hands. And the ball is on the ground. Did you just get into the pile and search for it, or did you happen to fall on it? Now, be honest, because this is well after the fact. Uh, I think it was just sitting there. I think they were just on the ground fighting while the ball was just right there, so I just grabbed it, showed that I had it. You knew turnovers were going to play a factor today. Did you have any idea that the Buckeyes would be so positive in that turnover margin and B, forcing the fourth down turnovers, which completely flipped this game in the second quarter? Oh uh, Yeah, I definitely know what uh, we're capable of. We just got to put our head to it and uh, play our technique. We... That could happen at any time. Were you guys happy with your pass rush? Did you feel like you got enough? Did you feel like there should have been more? Kind of what is the mindset after this game on that? Uh, yeah, we definitely tried to get to them a lot, but they did a lot of quick game, a lot of quick passes. So we try to affect it when we can. But when they're throwing the ball in two seconds, we, there's nothing really we can do. And finally, the challenge at Notre Dame. It's going to be a name game, isn't it? Uh, yeah, definitely a matchup game. we got to have a good week of practice going there. Uh, head down, just ready to work.
Saturday night should be fun under the lights in South Bend. Skip back to you. Fellas, we, we, you can just hear it in their voices. You get the sense these players all know what lies ahead this week. Well, and they had to put it out of their minds to deal with Western Kentucky for a week because, you know, all the fans, like we said earlier, were all thinking about that game. But uh, that's got to be, and Jim, you know what it's like, but it's got to be as a player. Exciting to know that you're going to go to a place that you probably you know, might never ever get to go to again and probably never have been and, you know, to play against a historic and a recognizable team and one that you beat the year before. No, it is. It's it's a great opportunity. These are games while you come to Ohio State, while you go to Notre Dame to play a top 10 matchup uh, on the road. So they're thrilled to be part of it. And, you know, that's it. You I mean, when you're out socially, these people always want to talk Notre Dame. Notre Dame, no, they don't care about who you're playing this week. They want to talk <laughs> Notre Dame. Well, now they can talk about it because it's Notre Dame week. Well, we're going to talk about it with Bill Landis of Rivals next as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner, and I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Encova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Encova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Did you miss out on any of last season's historic Ohio State football game programs? Become an Ohio State game program VIP and ensure a full set of eight 2023 Ohio State football programs, including first-time ever road game programs from Notre Dame and that team up north. This offer is limited to the first 1,000 fans and also includes special Ohio State ticket offers and discounts at the team shop. Sign up before the end of August by visiting ohiostatebuckeyes.com slash program VIP today to secure your piece of Buckeye history. OH. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay, required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Byers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Byers. Byers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hey, Buckeye fans, as the official wing sponsor of your Ohio State Buckeyes, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with airfare, hotel, gift bag, and two tickets to the big game. One bowl prize winner will be chosen each week, along with other cool Roosters weekly prizes. So register every week at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Official contest rules at RoostersWings.com. Hello, my name is Jessica Wright, first-time homeowner. Park National Bank knows that when you buy your first home, it's the little things that mean the most. On Saturday mornings, me and my son love to wake up. We make some breakfast together. And that financial decisions are deeply personal. I always love to hear my son say, Mom, I don't ever want to move. I want to stay here forever. At Park National Bank, what means a lot to you means a lot to us. 
Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. This, this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey and Paul Keels. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you in part by Incova Insurance, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable Insiders. Joined for a few minutes now by Bill Landis from Rivals. And, Bill, thank you for your time. Were, were you like many others on Saturday, Bill, going, all right, this is what we've been waiting for to see from this Ohio State football team. And I guess in what areas were you most impressed? Yeah, I, I felt that way. I think I was probably most impressed with um, the explosiveness on offense, which we've just been waiting to see it. We saw a little bit of it against Youngstown State, but we're used to Ohio State really blitzing teams, you know, like, like a Western Kentucky or, or an overmatched non-conference opponent, and it was good to see that happen. And then with the defense, I was really impressed with what they did on third down against Western Kentucky. I thought Western Kentucky threw a couple of different things at Ohio State to try to get some first downs in that game, and I believe that the only touchdown that Western Kentucky scored was, was their last third down conversion of the game. I think Ohio State finished the game stopping like 11 third downs in a row or something like that, so that was impressive. Bill, what'd you take away from Ohio State's offensive line and their uh, steps forward in that game? Yeah, it was a tough match, or not a tough matchup, but, but a tough matchup to, to gauge any kind of improvement because just Western Kentucky, I think, was pretty physically overmatched. And, and you know, they're, Ohio State was running plays sometimes where Western Kentucky had two defensive linemen on the field. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to make of it. I, I think it's good that they seem to be communicating better. I think it's good that they seem to be identifying things a little better than they were, especially in the opener against Indiana. But they, they remain a, a relative unknown for me as they head this out then. Yeah, it looked like the Hilltoppers every time defensively had four guys in the A-gap. You know, they were trying to step in there and, and get them to all commit to something. Ohio State was able to figure that out. Switching over to defense, what I've been impressed early on, and I want to get your opinion, is the ability to make adjustments. Indiana, they came out with a triple option, boom. They were able to shut that down pretty much the rest of the game. Uh, you know, you saw it against Youngstown State, making adjustments, shut everything down. Ten points, the touchdown came after that, you know, the fumble, long fumble recovery. Buckeyes knock it loose. That ball kind of bounces around. The lineman recovers it inside the five. They score with Malachi Corey later. Otherwise, that defense has been on fire. So I, I really think that they're making adjustments early on to what they're trying to do and then communicating to the guys, and they're going out and executing that defense is called. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a product of just everyone being second year in the system under Jim Knowles, having a lot of returning starters, and it's just not foreign to people anymore. I think you see them talking more on the field, too, throughout throughout the game. There was a play against Western Kentucky where I, I don't know what they saw, but Tommy Eichenberg and Steel Chambers communicated something to each other, and it looked like Steele knew exactly what the play was going to be. He nice into the backfield and stopped an option pitch on third down. Um, for a loss. It was the first tackle for loss in the game, and then the defense kind of got rolling from there. So I think they're confident. I, I think they're trusting what they're seeing, and, and I think they've come to learn, too, the, the kind of spots that Jim Knowles wants to put them in, depending on the situation. Bill, do you think that it's not a coincidence that we saw a more comfortable Kyle McCord once the leash was kind of removed? No, I, I think that mattered you know, a, a great amount. Um, I, I never really thought that Kyle was, was pressing, so to speak, in, in the times he was playing prior to being named the full-time starter, but I do think there is freedom that comes with knowing you're the guy and that you don't have to look over your shoulder and you don't have to wonder if the drive you just played is, is going to be your last for a while while the other guy gets gets a few turns at it. So um, I, I thought every week, right, I, I thought every week that Kyle has looked 
more and more comfortable. And certainly last week was, was I think, the most comfortable he's looked. And part of that, I think, is just playing more and kind of getting your feet under you. But, but I also think he was he was given a lot of confidence by Ryan Day when Ryan Day named him the guy. Well, here we are going into week four here for Ohio State in the Big Ten. Uh, and Mel Tucker is going to be looking, you know, looking for a job. Any early candidates uh, for Michigan State? Uh, you know, I know it's, it's way early, but... There's somebody out there that they're going to go after if they're going to make this, you know, decision early on. If they want to go through it, they get their eyes on somebody out there. Yeah, I don't know any any candidates myself. If I, if I were them, I think I'd be looking at the state of Kansas and, and looking at Lance Leipold at the University of Kansas or Chris Kleiman at Kansas State. I think both those guys are doing a tremendous job. Uh, really, you know, successful coaches at, at, at lower levels, I guess, of college football championship caliber coaches who I think really know how to run a program, really know how to develop players. So I think that's what Michigan State needs. I think that's what made them successful during Mark D'Antonio's run. So that's the kind of – that's the profile of somebody that I would look at if I were them. Maybe they should hire Tom Izzo to coach football. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bill, in the changing atmosphere of college conferences and all of this, just your guess if you have one, could we see Ohio State and Notre Dame play again in the regular season in the foreseeable future? It's just really it's hard it's hard for me to to imagine that we don't get there at some point like I, I, when is that going to be I, I don't know but as all this money is getting thrown around I, I do think eventually you're going to want to find a a boat to jump into if you're Notre Dame and, and it seems like the Big Ten is going to be the boat that has the most money in it so that's probably the boat that I would want to jump into so I, I don't know we'll see I think it helps now that the Big Ten is, is in cahoots with NBC and has that as part of their television deal obviously this game this week is on NBC so. I think there's steps being taken. Um, I don't want to say that it's imminent because there have been times over the last probably 15 months where I felt like it was going to happen and it hasn't. And I think that's that's mostly on Notre Dame still being hesitant to do it. But I do think, you know, and I, I guess I'll say in our lifetimes it will happen. I don't know. That's, that's a long, uh, long stretch of time. But I do think eventually we'll see it. Bill, Marcus Freeman's in his second year as head coach at, at Notre Dame. And he's already proven that he's pretty smart to me because he found out he needed a quarterback. And he found probably the best possible guy he could find out there in Sam Hartman. Uh, you know, a veteran guy, obviously thrown 10,000-plus yards out there, over 100 touchdowns. Uh, but that's what this kind of, they they kind of needed a quarterback after they went through last year with multiple quarterbacks. Yeah, they did, and, and I thought it was a really you know how sure of a mood was it to get the best guy? I, I don't know, but I, I give Marcus credit for for being aggressive and making sure they went out and got the best available player at the position. And, and Sam Hartman is, is very accomplished. Um, you know, he he orchestrated a pretty explosive offense at Lake Forest. It was a unique offense there, and I had questions about how he would transition from from that to to more of a a pro style kind of traditional offense that, that Notre Dame is running. And so far the answer to that is, is very well. So he, he's played great for them. I think he does take their offense to another level. There's an explosive element there with them that I think just hasn't existed in a while. Bill, you've covered football for uh, many, many years. Have you been to a game at Notre Dame, either working or as a fan? I have never been to Notre Dame, never been in this, in the town of South Bend. No. Bring your wallet. <laughs> if you plan on staying, bring your wallet. They love visitors, huh, Skip? Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Bill Landis, Rivals, we always appreciate your time. Look forward to reading your stuff later in the week, okay? All right, thanks, guys. All thanks, right, Bill. Bill Landis always does a great job there on Rivals. Check his workout. Up next, we will hear from Notre Dame head coach Marcus Freeman as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. For a Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
Ready? It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts. Ready? Recover. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Marathon has some great news about the number five, so I'm going to say it five times in five different ways. Join Marathon Rewards and earn up to $5 in rewards on your first visit. Join and earn five cents in rewards for every gallon you buy. Join in as little as five seconds. Join to make five friends jealous. Join and get high fives. It's easy to sign up at the station or go to MarathonRewards.com. By joining with your phone number, you are agreeing to receive recurring automated informational marketing SMS slash MMS messages from Marathon. Consent not required for purchase. Messaging and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can be customized to fit your unique needs. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price eco advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. Hello, I'm Gene Smith, Senior Vice President and Wolf Foundation Endowed Athletic Director at The Ohio State University. In partnership with AEP, Donato's, Huntington, Kroger, The Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, and 10TV, Ohio State Athletics strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag BuckeyesCare. Hey there, Buckeye fans. Coach Day here. When you're getting ready for game day, make sure you start with the Kroger app. The app gives you easy access to weekly sales and personalized coupons, and you can earn fuel points too. And best of all, when you shop with the app, you'll enjoy the same low prices you'd find in-store. So check out the app and save while you're cheering us on to another great season. Kroger. Fresh for everyone, and go Buckeyes. Your Ohio State flagship station, The Fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels. I'm Skip Mossick. Buyers Auto Group's been serving the Central Ohio and the surrounding areas since 1897. Their relationship doesn't stop when you buy a car. 
It starts, so come see why it's better to buy at Buyers. Proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hawkeye Roundtable. Chalk Talk. Obviously, we have a great opponent coming in. Um, um, we're excited about, you know, the chance to go against a, a, a top-tier opponent for sure. And um, we're excited about just the atmosphere, um, the the experience that's going to be here with college game day. And, and, you know, we get to finally wear the green uniforms. So I, they talked me into wearing a green jacket today. And so uh, I said I'll wear it. Um, and so uh, we expect to see a lot of green in that stadium. And um, I think it's going to be a... A really cool opportunity, a great opportunity on Saturday night to, um, you know, play a great opponent in uh, Notre Dame Stadium. So, you know, we got to continue to focus on what it will take to have success on Saturday, and that's having a great Monday and um, making sure that we really focus on improving today and, and, and really staying focused on the present. And so, uh, um, and, 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 you know, I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, Ryan Day, again, he's done an unbelievable job leading that program. Um, you know, I've told him every time I talk to him that, you know, he has just done a, a tremendous job of, of, you know, really leading that program. So we know it's going to be a, a really good opponent with a great coaching staff, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Former Buckeye, now uh, Notre Dame head coach Marcus Freeman. And guys, not that they weren't before, but things get real this week. Top 10 showdown, Ohio State at Notre Dame. Biggest keys for Ohio State to have success are, are what? Get ready to play a four-quarter game. You know, because that's what it's going to take. It took that last year, uh, you know, and we had to have some guys step up. Remember Xavier Johnson stepped up mm-hmm. and had a big play in that ball game. There's going to be somebody in this game, so you just don't know who. But everybody's got to be ready when called upon. And then... I think this is really comes down to the line of scrimmage on both sides. Uh, you know, offense and defensive lines. Coach talks about being physical, being violent. That's where it all starts up front. And defensively, stopping the run. We talked about how Audric Estime has gone over 100 yards in the last three games. Jim talked about their tackles. Yeah. It's the most physical team that Ohio State will have seen today. There really are no secrets in college football. And, and you teased with Ryan Day about this earlier when we had him on. But will James Laurinaitis be able to add any additional info this week, having been on staff at Notre Dame a year ago? I think he understands Marcus Freeman's defense a little bit because he spent a year you know, with it. So I, I think there's some things that, you know, how do they make adjustments? What... Now, you have to kind of see if the proof is in the film and proves that so far this year and last year. But you still, you know, you might have some calls, things like that. So they might have to change some signals up, things, you know, because of the familiarity James has uh, with that Notre Dame defense. You know, when Ohio State won there in 96, they jumped on them early. I mean, just as important, I would guess, here in 2023, jump out early. And obviously, back then, same as now, big weapons at receiver. And take the crowd out of the game, too, even though there's the anticipation that there might be a more than a few Ohio State fans there, but take the crowd out of the game. You know, get kind of get your footing under you and feel confident playing in it. Because, you know, think about it. The road environment that Ohio State's played in this year was Indiana. And God bless Bloomington and God bless Indiana, but that's not yeah. what they're going to run into Saturday night. No, but again, that's kind of what you, you, you know, you want that environment. If you're a competitor, you want to go into the, the opposition stadium and find a way to get a victory. Back in the day, and you brought this up a little bit with Tim May earlier, there was an aura about Notre Dame, especially 
playing there. Do you get the sense that today's players have that same sense as maybe a generation or two ago? They know it's a big game. You can see the rankings. They know it's a big game, but just the aura of the playing at a, at a traditional place like Notre Dame. Probably not, because no. Notre Dame was, you know, they were probably had more TV exposure on a regular basis back in the day than anybody else had because of their replay show. So probably not, but like you said, Skip, they know it's a big game and it's a big team. Well, everybody talked about the four horsemen. You know, we I mean, if you played football, you knew who the four horsemen were. You you know about Rudy, and you knew you know about Newt Rockney and and all the things, and and (laughs) win one for the Gipper. You know we've all seen the movies and things Mm -hmm. about it, and that's always centered around Notre Dame football. So and then right the replays, and they were always good in the sixties and seventies and eighties, and and uh, you know Lou Holtz when he was there was able to take him to the top. So no, it was always. A program that he had a lot of respect for and did a great job, but why ain't they in the Big Ten? Ask that question for a (laughs) lifetime. For fans heading there, besides bringing your quadruple platinum credit card to pay for the outrageous hotel prices, uh, some things that they might be most looking to see and things you guys might be looking forward to seeing. Uh, You know, it's been over 35 years since I've been there, so no clue. I mean, we're going to get a good look at Elkhart, Indiana. <laughs> we only need the single platinum credit card there versus yeah. the quadruple. Uh, but, you know, and basketball the other few years ago went there, but we didn't go because of the uh, pandemic and we were doing games remotely. So, no idea. Maybe people can pass suggestions on to us. Yeah, being a night game is going to be a little bit different, different feeling. Uh, it would be nice to be a nice afternoon, noon kickoff, but, uh, you know, that's not going to be the case. So, we'll have some extra time, maybe walk around campus, check things out a little bit, just because it is such a unique place. And, Paul, you said you did a game back, back in the day. Couple games back yeah. in the early 80s so jim how about you i was there 96 was the last game i, I saw that one yep. i've been there since they redid the stadium when they built up higher so you can't really see the touchdown jesus and stuff anymore it still sits like, in the like, neighborhood like though right it's still yep. right there you can you can still get there out, out there and see it but it's not it's not as visible as it was anymore take us home jim lachey buckeyes in the nfl well, right now we got a, a ball game going on this, the uh, saints are playing the panthers for the panthers remember von bells with them uh so there used to be a couple more buckeyes with the panthers but not so much this year saints they got a bunch uh marshawn Lattimore, uh, chris olave Michael Thomas, you know, defense Pete Werner's over there. And then later on tonight, we got a double hitter, right? Mm-hmm. we got the Steelers and the Browns. And, of course, Dewan Jones over there at right tackle. Uh, Denzel Ward will be out there. Cam Hayward, sorry to see that he got hurt. He's going to be out for some significant time. And that's the only Buckeye on the Steelers. And then C.J. Stroud, even though they're 0-2, 58 completions in his first two ball games. 626 yards. Not Je- too bad. Justin Fields, man. He's just, he's just mm. running for his life everywhere. Yeah, they got to get him an offensive line. They got to go out there and invest in that sooner. You know, it should have been done two years ago because you don't usually, if you're going to pick a, high, a quarterback high round, you want to protect that investment. They haven't done a good job doing that. Big Daddy, I know you were in Cincinnati yesterday. I mean, oh, uh, I think there were some play calling questions. Well, there was, and again, be quarterback. I hope he's healthy. <laughs> Me too. There was, yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing, too, is you, you wonder if, if he's going to be out, if he needs to be out right now. Yeah. I mean, who exactly. knows? It's just he's like, out a month. You I, know. I know that. It's like, we'll, we'll wait and see. Guys, great job tonight. The two Thank hours flew by. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto has been brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance, the American Dairy Association Mideast, and by your Central Ohio Toyota dealers. For our producer tonight, Bodie Wells, and for Jim Lachey and Paul Keels, I'm Skip Mossick. As always, thank you for listening. Saturday, again, Ohio State at Notre Dame. Our pregame coverage from South Bend will begin at 6 p.m. Thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. Hi, big voice guy here. Thanks for listening to Buckeye Roundtable. We now join Brown's pregame coverage already in progress. We're quite 